define your goal, and achieve your goal. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into his word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God, all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, it's an old saying, but it's very true. Aim at nothing, and you'll hit it every time. Yes, when it comes to goal setting, we've seen you want to delight yourself in the Lord. You want to dare to dream big. Today, I want to talk about defining your goal. Define it and achieve it. Now, our key passage, Psalm 37, verses 3 through 5, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Yes, my friend, the idea is that when you focus on the Lord and you feed your faith and starve your fear and move forward one step at a time, and remember, three steps forward, two steps back is still progress. In fact, once in a while, you might have three steps backward and two steps forward. You'll still keep going. Don't ever quit. Keep moving forward. Faith moves forward in life. Doesn't mean you'll never have a disappointment. Doesn't mean you'll never have a setback. But oh, my friend, don't let the setbacks define your success. Define your goal, achieve your goal, and keep moving forward. Delighting yourself in the Lord. Spend time in his word. And then the idea where he'll give you the desires of your heart. One concept is that God will actually place that desire within you. And then when you think about dreaming big, you know, uh, the late Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can do it. Uh, Recently, my wife and I, we decided to drive to Florida. We hadn't done that in a while and and took our time and spent some time in uh, Marco Island. And then on our way back, we stopped it. Uh, Disney World for a day. We actually went to Epcot. I love Epcot. I love the going around uh, the world showcase and just going from one country to another. And I, I just really enjoy that. And, and Sydney enjoys it as well. But just, you know, pulling into the Disney area, you know, I just commented to my wife, Cindy. I said, my goodness, of course, this is the 50-year anniversary of Disney World. I said, I remember when this place was uh, first built. I came down uh, with some friends the second year, and then Cindy and I actually uh, flew to Florida years ago when they first opened up Epcot, and I said, it's just amazing what all has been built there in Orlando, the Kissimmee area, and everything that goes with Disney World. I mean, it is truly a modern-day phenomenon. But Walt Disney, he, he had a dream, and he acted on that dream. 
But it wasn't just a dream. He defined his goal. In fact, the difference between a dream and a goal is a plan. And that plan will put it into action. And when you work the plan, my friend, you're always working towards success. Oh, you might have to adjust it along the way. That's okay. But keep on keeping on. But define your goal. Proverbs 13, 19 says, A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. Oh, there's just something sweet about setting a goal, achieving the goal. Now, I believe in realistic, achievable goals. A goal needs to be big enough to make you stretch, but also, if it's an enormous goal, break it down into uh, a workable plan, bite-sized amounts, if you will, step by step. And again, you know, mile by mile, Life is a trial, and goals can be a trial. Yard by yard, goals can be very, very hard. But inch by inch, achieving your goals can be a cinch. But you just take it one step at a time. You know, you could adopt the idea of 23 and 23. Think about that. Let's say you set a goal of not just I need to exercise, but saying, you know, I'm going to do something for 23 minutes, three, four times a week. Every day would be even better. You could start with a, a, a modest walk. A moderate walk. Uh, Maybe add a little bit of uh, weight training in there along the way. Just do something to move the muscles. It'll keep you sharp, and uh, it'll keep you uh, moving towards a a good physical health. Even if you don't see the weight come off right away, that's okay. Just move those muscles and get that blood flowing, and it'll help you. I read a a book years ago on... uh, physical health and it was really a a healthy book but a helpful book I guess I should say but he he described it this particular medical doctor described it in terms of he used the analogy of water that doesn't move like a stagnant pond and how everything begins to um, decay and it's just not pleasant smelling and all those kinds of things and he talked about how the body is, is so much water. And he talks. He used the analogy of stirring the water. And that really sort of resonated with me. So from time to time, I'll say to Cindy, when I'm going to go down, walk on the treadmill, I'll say, well, I'm going to go stir the water. Or if I'm going to go for a walk around the neighborhood, I'm going to go stir the water. Or when we're in Marco Island, we love to walk along the beach. We'll just kind of chuckle and say, well, let's go stir the water. The idea is moving the body, and it moves things uh, that helps the pond not become stagnant, and it's good for your physical health, regardless whether you lose the weight or not. But I guarantee you, it will. You'll take off a few pounds if you need to. But define your goal, 23 in 23. 23 minutes a day. The same could be true about putting positive things in your mind. Read positive literature 23 minutes a day. You know, I would suggest reading the scriptures 23 minutes a day. If you if you read the scriptures 23 minutes a day, you'd read through the Bible in approximately about a year, depending on the, the speed of your reading and so forth. But if you read one chapter of the New Testament a day, five days a week, you'll read through the entire New Testament in a year. There are 260 chapters in the New Testament. One of the things that I like to do when we go on vacation and uh, take a few weeks, I'll reread the four Gospels. I like to just... 
get Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I like to just get the life of our Lord sort of front and center uh, in my life. And it's always an enriching experience. It's encouraging. But my friend, you know, 23 minutes a day, listen to some positive material or read positive material. You know, I like inspirational books. I, you know, the late Zig Ziglar and Robert Schuller, the late Robert Schuller, and those kinds of people. I just enjoy their material, Ogmandino and others. But put positive thoughts in your mind. Positive actions are the result of positive thoughts. And I like to take the approach of positive faith, which I like to describe as just a positive approach to biblical Christianity. That doesn't mean that we ignore some of the tough things that are in the Word of God. But, you know, sometimes it's all the way you approach it. Take a positive approach to the biblical aspect of our death, burial, and resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. I can't think of anything more positive than to focus on John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, back in 2012 when we lost our 28-year-old son, and it's, it's still painful, but one of the things we asked the Lord to do was to take our pain and help us connect with people in pain to be able to share the good news of the love of Jesus Christ and sort of the secret to our ability to keep on keeping on. Doesn't mean we don't have pain. Doesn't mean we don't have sorrow. Doesn't mean we don't have heartbreak. But our faith is anchored in the Lord. And one of the things we asked the Lord to do was to help us help others. In that process... As I began to read various material on grief and so forth, I felt like we needed to write something to encourage people. And so we set the goal of writing the book, Hope for the Heavy Heart. In fact, if you'd like a copy, just 35 short chapters, every every chapter is only just a couple of pages. Things like after the casseroles, that's the idea that you get bombarded, but then Uh, everybody goes their own way and now you're really facing the grief you know wait for the fog to lift uncharted waters I could go on and on and on channel of comfort a lot of encouraging chapters there Uh, fork in the road you know uh, grief is is a fork in the road it's a crossroads and never forget my friend the same sun that melts the ice also hardens the clay The issue is not the sunlight. The issue is the soil. So we asked God to help us. We wrote the book. The city cheered me on. And then we've distributed thousands of copies that came out in 2019. If you want a complimentary copy, you write me. Power for Living Ministry, P.O. Box 4396, South Bend, Indiana, 46634. That's Power for Living Ministry, P.O. Box 4396, South Bend, Indiana, 46634. As long as supplies last, you write us, we'll send you a complimentary copy. But God has allowed us to achieve that goal of encouraging people. We were sitting on the beach in Marco Island, and uh, some folks just, oh, probably about 10 yards away, were playing golden oldies music. And, oh, it brought back memories of WLS when I was in high school and, and 60s and 70s music. I had an older brother that graduated in 69, another uh, older brother graduated in 68 
and they used to drag me around, and so I kind of got hooked on that music the mid to late 60s and also the early 70s, and as I was sat on the beach sitting there, I was just hearing all this music, one song after another, and when we went to go back to our room, I just, uh, when I stood up, I stepped over and just said hi to these folks. I said, man, did you put that playlist together, or is that a station? I said, man, I feel like I'm listening to Larry Lujak and WLS, and we talk for a minute. Make a long story short, out of nowhere, the guy, he's a couple years older than I am, told me how six years ago they lost their 28-year-old daughter suddenly, unexpectedly. And we began to talk, and I said, you know, we lost our 28-year-old son 11 years ago. I said, if you trust me enough, I know I just met you. You give me your address. I'll mail you a copy of Hope That We Are. They gave me their address on the spot. But fortunately, I had a few copies in the car, and we saw them a couple days later, so I didn't even have to mail it. I signed a copy and gave it to them. And then a couple days after that, they came back to the beach and kind of looked us up and shared how much that book encouraged them. In fact, uh, the guy's wife said she read it in one sitting, couldn't put it down and said it was the best thing she'd ever read on helping her with grief. And so, my friend, we want to help you, but we defined our goal. We wanted to write a book to encourage people and make it available anywhere we could, as much as we can, wherever we go. We have churches that use it as follow-up, funeral homes that use it as follow-up. We use it as follow-up. But, my friend, again, if you are hurting today, don't be afraid. We have people that have said, you know, I read it. I didn't lose a loved one right away, but they'd had a financial setback or a physical ailment or whatnot. They said, you know, Pastor Mike, it encouraged us just in that aspect of loss. My friend, the point is this. Whatever you want to do, define your goal, set an action plan, and you will achieve your goal. It can be as simple as I want to encourage somebody today. I'm going to look for the opportunity. It could be something as complex as I'm going to put a strategy together so that you can retire 10 years down the road, whatever it is, or to lose weight, whatever. Define your goal, achieve your goal, and whatever you do, do it all to the glory of God, and you'll have God's favor on your life. Look to Christ in faith believing. Invite Christ into your life as your personal Lord and Savior, and then choose to live for Him and do all to the glory of God. Define your goal achieve your goal, and celebrate your success. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen.